Hello. Welcome to Why Not Both. My name is Pam Schaefer, and I'm a musician and therapist in Los Angeles. Why Not Both is all about how our multiple passions inform our identity. And this season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar Magazine and produced by Laura Studeris. If you like what you hear, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and come spend time with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, and that is both on Instagram and on Twitter. For this episode, we got to talk to Juana Molina all about what it's like being a creative artist currently under, well, pretty odd circumstance as we are all currently under some sort of quarantine for the pandemic that is happening in our world. This was a very unique interview, and I'm really glad that she took the time to chat with us all the way from Argentina. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for joining us on Why Not Both, Lana. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. So we've already been chatting, and we are chatting all about community and the need for it right now. I usually start off the podcast by asking what people do, uh, but I feel like it's almost more important to talk about what we were talking about. Yeah, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. To talk about, I mean, you trigger and I just respond. Amazing. I feel like in interview, we kind of do that with each other. Like my questions change depending on who I talk to because everybody triggers a different response. Well, that's great because sometimes you have people with written questions and then you give them an answer and you really spend time and mind time and thought and and you try to get somewhere and then you you finish what you're saying and he asks you or she something that has nothing to do what with what you were saying and it's a bit disappointing oh like that he hasn't or them they haven't even listened to what you just said even if it's a stupid thing they could just say i don't i don't agree or what you just said is really stupid <laughs> but something about it well yeah because why that's so strange to me and I'm sorry that that happened to you because I'm wondering I'm like why would you ask a question if you didn't want to listen like isn't that (laughs) yes exactly well I don't know sometimes it's I don't know what it is but there's different kind of people in every single um in every single I don't know that word. I <laughs> group. There we go. Of 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 particular things. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And what what we were talking about before was the need for community right now. I was telling Juana when I was in Iceland how wonderful it was to see like the sense of community and given the state of the world right now, that focusing on community would be really important. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree, but it's also difficult because sometimes you say hi to your neighbors and everything's okay. And the minute you go any deeper, you know, he could be your worst enemy. Mm. And so it's it's not easy to live in a community if you don't choose the people that live in it. Um, uh. I'm talking about a neighborhood, which is not uh-huh. the same. Uh-huh. It would be great to live in community in your own neighborhood without having to, well, what I just said, to find out that all your neighbors are kind of 
I don't know that they think really the opposite of what you of what you do or you would do or you would say or you mm-hmm. would think. I don't know. Well, and in some ways, it's funny that you said that because right now, um, one of my neighbors just started a construction project. Wow. Mm. <laughs> well, we are all staying in our homes during a global pandemic. Oh, just now? You mean now? Now? As oh, now? oh, yeah. They are doing it right now. They started yesterday morning and they are doing it now. Like that speaks to me of their values that they would rather value that than like their own health, the health of the workers who are there right now, the health of their neighbors. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and take advantage of a quiet moment because it's so hectic that I honestly feel that this is a, a Sunday since last week I live in a Sunday because there's no noise there's nothing happening and I think besides the the bad the bad um results of this Mm -hmm. like deaths um I think it's it's not a bad moment to to think about changing paths and of course this is a something you think for about two weeks and then you start becoming crazy. What am I doing here? I need to go out. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be my case because I don't go out anywhere. But, but I understand that what I'm saying is sounds a bit utopic and that is not the way I wish it was like, yeah, capitalism is the end of capitalism and blah, 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 blah. Because if that collapses, it's not that the world's going to be beautiful <clears throat> within a year, right. but uh, it's going to be horrible for me too. But I think I, I want to think that I am ready for that change. And mm. then I don't think I am, but I wish... I was aware. Well, and I feel like in a way, all of us are being forced to change. Powerful people always win. We know that. I guess that is true if they have the power of isolation, which yes. they do. They have the power of isolation, the power of buying whatever they want, the power, the power of being without us uh, nicely. So I, I don't think that's going to change for them, for a while at least. I mean, the, the, the first ones to be affected for this are going to be the very poor, then the lit, a little less poor, and then that's how things go. Uh, but it's not going to affect the powerful people at all. Maybe instead of having uh, 200 trillion million, they would have like um, 2,000 million. I was going to say they'd only have one trillion million. Exactly, one trillion. So <laughs> they'd be down to one. Yeah, million. They won't, I know they won't. There, there are other three hundred trillion, but it, that's mm-hmm. not going to make a very large difference at the end. Because I think of how it would affect them to not, and how it would affect everybody. I think of the creative class right now. That in a way, like I love what you said. That in a way, part of this is like experiencing a Sunday. Like one of my friends said that it feels like Shabbat all the time, where it's like you turn off all your technology and yeah. kind of sink into yourself, and you can't have an endless Shabbat. 
it's like what comes after the Sabbath? Like what did you learn during that? Like what changed during that? What changed in other people? How do you feel that this is impacting what you might be writing or what you might put out into the world? Well, in a way, it's going to help me doing something because I had to cancel, well, not me, our tour that was quite big got canceled. Mm-hmm. It was uh, three weeks in Europe and then another three weeks in the States. Mm-hmm. A very hectic tour in, in 10 days. That's not going to happen. So that gives me some kind of relief to, um, even though I was very keen to do it because mm-hmm. I always love to be on tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think like yesterday I start. I just, put everything out in my studio, I mean, out of the studio, mm-hmm. and rebuilt it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not, not built it in the walls and that, but I just just put, invented things so the cables are not on the floor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. plug everything and restructure the way the studio is going to be so I, I can work for at least, I guess, at least two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, without interruption and we'll see I, I'll see what comes from that I work with Odin the guy that plays has been playing with me for six years now mm-hmm. and we we feel that we will be able to focus on doing a record for instance mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to be like I don't know if it's going to be I don't know but um, you know, I I have to admit, as bad as that sounds, that I feel some kind of relief. Yeah. Of this arrest. Of this, um, I don't know if that's a word. Arrest. <laughs> it's an interesting <laughs> word because arrest usually, well, I guess it can have a mu- several meanings. Like there's arrest, like to. Uh, really, I think of to stop something like I, I should look for it in the dictionary. Yeah, what I meant is like the like to have a, a like a stop or yes, yeah, yeah. Like a pause. You nailed it because yeah, when something's arrested, it means that like it's like paused midstream. Like if you're doing something and it's arrested, yeah. it's a very That's sudden. I, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a way, I'm I'm really curious what's going to come out of that space that you've created, literally. Like rearranging, that's funny that you said that earlier this year, I actually rearranged my gear as well. And it made such a difference in how I created because everything was accessible in a way that I I hadn't like purposefully made all of my gear accessible to me to record for some reason. Um, That's what we are doing right now. And uh, and myself, I feel a bit dull in a way that I'm... I'm not functioning functioning like um, with all my my strength at all. I feel like I am going halfway in everything. Mm. Going out, going to, to buy me a piece of I don't know fruits or anything, and I walk slowly, mm-hmm. do things slowly, and I and I feel slowed. I feel it's weird. I've never had a feeling like this before, I I think. It is a strange feeling. It's a very strange feeling. It's a worldwide slowdown. Yes, it's it's, it's weird that 
whatever network you open, that's the only theme we talk about. All yeah. the what what how do you pronounce M E M E the meme is meme, meme Oh uh meme. Meme? Yeah, all the memes. Yeah, oh. right. <laughs> all the memes are about the same thing. They are mm -hmm. everything and everybody in every single country is talking about the same thing. And well, it's very so I think it must be like a like an energy that is slowing down yes. in, the, in the whole planet and it must affect you. It can't you cannot feel it. Even if you don't feel it, it's because you're really insensitive. That's yeah. Like I feel like the people who don't feel it are in denial. <laughs> I feel yeah, like denial, total yeah. denial. Yeah. <laughs> and I will eventually feel it because I mean we are in quarantine since Friday. Mm -hmm. Last Friday. So we've been in quarantine for five days only. And I feel like this already. We had a meeting tonight with three friends. Mm -hmm. One of them just cancelled, which I was hoping that she did. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be the one that cancelled. Oh, yeah. she she cancelled, and I said, "Oh yes, <sighs> I really don't want to go out. Right, I don't want to hang out with nope. anybody, and I I am loving being completely alone and." knowing that I don't have to go anywhere because I can't go anywhere. Right. And I love that. <sighs> it, when you're saying that, it sounds almost like kind of when you not restrict yourself creatively, but when, when you put up rules around what you can do, like you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to write this song using only my harmonium, or I'm going to use only these tools like it kind of sparks your creativity in a way when you can limit yourself, like when you work within a boundary. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like when you're in school and, and they give you, um, when you need to write something, mm -hmm. when it's free, when the subject is free, you, you freak out and you don't know what to write about. But exactly. when they give you it's so much easier. Exactly, because you're like, oh, oh, I know my boundaries. And in a way, it's like an experiment right now in... In yeah. boundaries, exactly, and that's, yeah, that's that's why children need need boundaries as well. Because I'm talking about this because we we were talking uh, about that mm -hmm. about how children don't have boundaries from their parents lately. Mm -hmm. In Argentina, it's an Argentina phenomenon that children are really it's it's incredible what's happening with children. They just don't have any limits from their parents huh. at, all. at all and they are monsters wow Little monsters and i think they are totally um lost that's why they become um. that's what i see but i mean that's a different subject that has nothing to do with our conversation <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how a lot of my conversations go where I'm like, how'd we get here? I don't know, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I secretly believe that we all have multiple passions. Multiple? Mm -hmm. Multiple what? Uh, multiple passions. Oh, passions. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so like I was, I was reading on yours, but I would love to hear how you would define like what your multiple passions are. 
Well, I really like to work in the garden and to do like, I don't know, like yesterday I have a um, thatched roof. Oh, yeah, in my studio, and it's becoming really bad, and no one wants to to fix it because people don't do that thing anymore, mm-hmm. and they don't mm-hmm. last much longer. So I had to just go up and spend half the day trying to fix it. Oh my and god! He says, "So uh, today it rained a lot, and it not a drop got inside, but I don't know." when it's going to be windy that's that's the real oh. yeah that's the real challenge the water in this case is salt mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if it's windy i'm afraid that everything's going to blow away oh. and i really need to fix that roof and i don't know how to do it i i people tell me to change it but i don't want to change it because it's really beautiful mm. and especially it's um it's very fresh in the summer. It's like mm-hmm. very, like twenty percent fresher than it than it is outside. Wow! And, yeah, and I don't have any air conditioning here, so uh, it's very important to have that roof. Yes, yes. And, uh, so yes, so that's what I did, and I really love doing things with my hands. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it in English, like bricolage, or yeah, 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 yeah. and. Um, then what else I like to like to sew, but I haven't been sewing lately at all. Oh, but, yeah. But I I used to sew a lot, and then um, what else I like? To, I I I like to do things that involve your mind to get a solution. Mm. Fixing things, for instance. I don't know if I would like to make a house from zero, mm-hmm. but. But I know I would like to fix a house that has problems. Like all oh, this, would, you know, we need need something. We should do something about this wall. We should tear down this that and those kind of job. I that's why I I waste so much of my value valuable time. And sometimes instead of thinking about a record, I'm just doing that kind of thing that takes a long time to fix and and. It ruins a little bit your hands. Then when you want to play the guitar and you've been working with a hammer and, and <laughs> every day your fingers are totally stiff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's not a compatible compatible thing, I think, to <laughs> but I can't I can't help it. I just love fixing things. Though it um, sounds like when you're fixing you'd be thinking like in the back of your mind I can imagine. If you're moving around, if you're fixing a roof, if you're fixing things like, I don't know if this is your experience, but when I'm doing things like that with my hands, that's when it almost, it frees up my mind in a way. Yeah, completely. That's why I like it so much. Because it freezes it the same way that it does when I I am that concentrated at doing music. When I play music, real music not just messing around mm-hmm. when i'm getting there mm-hmm. my mind is totally frozen there's no thought at all i'm not there i disappear mm-hmm. as well as everything else and there's only music and something really strange happens where i don't feel or realize 
that I am actually playing, mm -hmm. it, feel, it feels like I am driven. Mm -hmm. It feels like I am, I drive and I am being driven at the same time, but what's happening. And I believe that that's the only music that afterwards is worth uh, putting in a record, for instance, mm. because it always has some kind of mystery and an, an inexplicable thing that it's, that you cannot repeat for, for a start uh, ever again. You can repeat it, but you, I kind of, it happened to me. I, I just, I told this story already, but um, I only had one life and it's not that my past can change all the time. And I'm not very good at inventing stories. So I'm yes. <laughs> You're going to repeat your story. <laughs> so, um, then now I forgot what is it was. Ah, oh, yeah. When I was, I was um, recording Segundo, mm -hmm. I, thought I, was, I thought I was making a record. Ah, uh, sorry, a demo. Mm -hmm. So I recorded everything just like that, pressing place, uh, like pressing record without checking volumes or anything at all. Mm -hmm. And besides, I didn't know how to record. I didn't know any of the technical stuff I needed to know to, mm -hmm. to have good quality besides a good song. And I just recorded things just like that, the way I could. And after two years of working, I said to myself, how am I going to do to do all these things again in a studio? Mm -hmm. and, and then I said, oh, no. Oh my God, no, this is the record. This is it. <laughs> it is the record. I don't need to go anywhere else. But then I freaked out because the quality of it was really bad. Oh. Was awful, awful, awful. So for a few songs, I started to re-record things. Mm. And, and I worked a lot on several songs, like let's say five or six. Mm -hmm. And when I finished them, uh, I was more or less happy. The sound was better. And then I went back to the original ones. And then I realized that what I just did, had done, was dead. Mm. It was dead. It had nothing in it. Nothing. When I heard the, the previous, ver the original versions again, right. oh, no, my God, no, 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 no. This is a record. And I don't care about quality. I don't care about production. Um, and then, well, I left everything as it was. Uh, and then when you play that record, and for instance, if it's in a playlist, in somebody else's playlist, well, when my record comes out, they really need to turn the volume up because it doesn't <laughs> have any volume at all. So it, it has an entity and everything works within itself. Right. But when you, when you compare it with other records, with, with big productions, it really disappears as a, at least as a standard production sound. Uh, but I really love that record because it has that, it's a record that I made when my girl was little, really, um, she was like three years old. Oh, wow. And 
So I had to be with her during the day mm -hmm. and I put her in bed quite early, like at eight or nine. And that was the time that I started to work. Mm. And sometimes I fell asleep while recording. Oh. I was in, the, in this kind of mid, I don't know the word for that state when you are half Between and half. In awakened sleep. Come on, what? Um, like awaken, awaken sleep. Um, it's like when you're in between, like, yes. like what's the word for that? Um, I guess it would be like, oh gosh, it would be like hypnosis or, uh, I don't know if we have a word for that. The state that you're in, like right before falling asleep. Yes, exactly. And I was yeah. with my eyes closed and having, I was half dreaming. I mean, the music I was playing made me, gave me those images that were like dreamy images. And most of the record, like at least half of it, has been recorded in that state of mind. Oh my gosh. And so how are you going to do that again? <laughs> with full consciousness in a studio with other people, something that you did without any thought at all where you weren't there and things just happened. That's why I really love, love that record and I'm proud of it because even though it sounds terrible, it sounds okay. I mean, it sounds good within itself, in, in, the wrong, in its own world. And, and I think that's most, the, more important than anything else. Well, and uh, it, it created its own world, it sounds like, from what you're describing, because that, that state, right when you're in that state where, like you said, it's like you're there, but you're not there, and something's just coming through you. Like, that's a unique state that you, you can't reproduce that state. Like it, exactly. It just, exactly. And even if I could, I wouldn't have remembered uh, what I had played before. Right. So um, I would have done another record. A right. different one again. So I would have had two records. It would have been a good idea to, re to try to record it again in that state of mind. <laughs> uh, um, well, and can you imagine well, telling everyone like, okay, we have to get really tired and then at two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. yeah I, and I woke up sometimes because I thought, oh no, it's getting, the sun is rising and, and then I had a whole day mm -hmm. in front of me. But I really, uh, and then after that, I learned that the only way or the only things that are worth it in, in the records I make are the ones that have some kind of that state of mind. Let's some, some, where, where it's only the music happening while I record it. Mm. And, and then for the live shows, things are different because you're recreating a song you do it differently you put another spirit on it it's the same song it's not going to sound the same at all but um it's something it's different it's an it's a different matter i'm only talking about recording and what stays there mm -hmm. and sometimes i don't know the 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 live shows are much more energetic than the records for instance mm -hmm. only because of that, but also because I'm playing with other people. Yes. And, and well, there's there's a vibe that gets there that it wasn't there when, when I was recording. And I don't know which, what's better. I mean, that's the way things are. I'm not. Yeah, and that's, 
I was going to say the the chemistry of when you're playing live with someone else is so different than when you're recording on your own because all of a yeah. sudden you have someone else to to play with. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Like. yes. And then and then well every musician has their own way of playing things and um and then commitment not commitment sorry um what's the word? Compromise. Ah, yes. in. and then uh, okay, I leave about this. I forget about this a little bit. I have this that is better, and I don't know. It's a different energy, and it's it, and it's also different when you are a band or when you're solo playing with band members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the same, like, because if you're a band, then you you're not gonna tell the bass player how to play a, play a bass line at all. He right. will just play. Yeah, it's gonna do their thing. But when you have an idea in mind and you're telling someone else to play it, then you become a little picky. But you become like, yeah, could you do this, but a little bit more like that? And <laughs> like Odin Schwartz, um, this guy that I said I, that I've been working with him for six years. Now yeah. he he told me that he when he plays with me. He already plays with a filter called Juana Molina. Ah! And, and he knows what to do with me. Because he already knows me. He already knows what is going to work. And he plays uh, with this filter. I love that. What I'm Yeah, saying. well, but it's great. That, that's exactly what happens. And because then when he plays with other projects, he's totally different. So, wow. um, yeah. So that's a, a good thing. And the good thing is that he knows it. It's not that he doesn't realize it. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, a very good thing. And also what a sweet gift to give people as a collaborator to have like your one Molina filter. And then when you're playing with someone else, have their filter, like to be able to do that with people. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Really I think that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, like, for instance, the other day we were playing around with a new keyboard, mm-hmm. new keyboards. I mean, old new keyboards, <laughs> and and we said, okay, let's make a sound. Let's program a sound. Each one with um, headphones, mm-hmm. and uh, we see what we've done in a few minutes. Yes. So, yeah. like twenty minutes later, we both had finished our sounds. Mm-hmm. And then you go first, and then he plays a note, and he had built a sound that it was exactly like mine <laughs> so okay okay he's totally Juana Molina filtered <laughs> this is impossible and and he he's totally aware and it's it's great that he, oh my god like he's, he's putting out his record his solo his first solo record tomorrow oh my goodness yeah congratulations uh, to him please send us the link to that so we can Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. And um, then you can tell how different he is with me than he is with himself. Oh, that and is fascinating. Great value, yeah. Do you, do you ever play in other people's bands, like in that role? Um, not really, not really. I, would, I played with a guy last week because I had a huge show on Friday. Mm-hmm. And 
Thursday night, no, Thursday morning, our show got canceled mm. and we really had worked. Like not only me and the musicians, but a huge production for this show. Yeah. And I got so depressed, so oh. depressed that I stayed in bed all day. Like I couldn't even blame anybody. I was like, yeah. what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then I thought it was like nine in the night. And I said, uh, we're going to do, we're going to play this show tomorrow and we're going to stream it. That's so wonderful. What? You're crazy. We can't do that. No, no. We are doing that. We are doing that tomorrow. And I started to phone people and to, I don't know, to move like crazy, to call the company of my internet company. So they gave me more uh, megabytes. So mm -hmm. I, was, mm -hmm. I was able to stream the, um, the video. And then I've got a radio involved that helped us to um, through their channel and through their uh, technology basically mm -hmm. to make it possible and on friday there was like i don't know we shouldn't have i mean we couldn't do it this week because last week we weren't <clears throat> forbid to meet with other people so right 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 like 20 people came at home and then this guy that i met a few months ago a, a very young guy that he's a, a he makes trap and he has nothing to do with what I do, but I really love him. Oh, so just crossed paths and he said, Oh, I like what you did. I saw you at this and, and such and such show. Yeah, we should do something to it. So I called him, invited him, and he came. Oh, and he during rehearsal, uh, that was one of the best moments of the past two years at least. Um, he gave my he gave me my inner rhythmic guitarist guitarist um mood that i had completely lost oh i haven't played rhythmic guitar in years and because he was playing a solo and the kind of a solo mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. a song that where he was invited and we played like for an hour and a half the same song and he couldn't oh stop gosh. playing i couldn't stop playing and i felt compelled to do better things and other ideas and i said oh my where did where did all this <laughs> go i was this way like a hundred years ago <laughs> was, like, playing the guitar in a rhythmic way uh, and then i kind of lost that thing and i, and I recovered it with this guy oh yes, because you you asked about collaboration i said yeah. oh, i just want to be his guitar player in his band and i told him i said yeah we should definitely do something i mean he, he doesn't have instruments in his band because this kind of well you know trappers like it uh -huh. uh -huh. but uh, so did the, the i don't know but we thought that we should do something together because we've both felt inspired by each other and i haven't had that happening in a in a really long time and that, oh that was really 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 inspiring and then we got the show and it was a major success 
Yay. were really, really, really happy that we gave the concert anyway. We put all the, all the, the um, what you call, what you put in um, on stage just uh, to make the uh, visuals. Like the like the stage dressing, like all the all like the set and everything. Yes, yes, we had everything. We put everything in my studio. Oh my gosh! Uh, and then everybody do it just for the love of art. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I mean, nobody got paid, and we were so excited. Everybody was really excited about doing it. And then it was big news here in Argentina, and then everybody started to do the same. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was really, 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 really good. And I was so full of energy that I hadn't had felt that and that's maybe why then after that that I knew that we weren't we were not gonna play for a while. Um maybe that's why all this slowing down mood came afterwards. Yes. Um it's- but we we ended having that show that much more people saw it than at the venue. Right. It was a huge venue, but anyway, much more people saw it. And then, uh, I mean, you can watch it. It's it's on, on YouTube now. And uh, I don't know, it felt so good to do it because it was like fighting this coronavirus that you're not going to stop me from doing what I need to do. Right. And... Uh, and then I thought that all that we were talking at the beginning of the conversation about changing the way of doing things. Mm-hmm. That is, this is the, this is, there's always, what's the saying? There's um, the word, a, where there's silver a silver lining. In every cloud, there's a silver lining. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and well, I think, I think you can take something good for, from all the bad that exists. And, and as I said at the beginning of the, of the conversation, I, we were talking about changing the way of doing things, mm-hmm. that it would be great that this is kind of a lesson. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately, but, um, but everybody's thinking about that a little bit now. Like, oh, it would be great if things were different now. Well, and I think, I think in a way it might, you know, in, in some ways even, and I guess like it's small things that lead to bigger things, like even doing what you did, like having that show, it sounds like really inspired people that you then said the next day, then, then more people were sharing this way. Yeah, right? we like, did it at the yeah. same time of the show. Yeah. I mean, that was on, the show was on Friday that, at nine o'clock and we did it on Friday at nine o'clock from my house. And uh, so people weren't so upset that everything got cancelled and you gave them something. It's not the same that being in a venue. Of course, that's not the same. Right. Of course not. We all know that. But there was some kind of energy, that thing that was happening right there uh, instead of something else. That I think that was the, the good thing. It's not the same as in, okay, we are going to, we feel like playing a show and we are going to record this and, and put it on a live story on Instagram. Um, I, I felt like it was a commitment for me to do something for them. Yeah. And, uh, and also because I really wanted to play with this guy and because we had 
worked so much for this show that where w- was all that going to go if we didn't do a thing? Yeah, and it, it sounds like when you were saying that you had almost the rest after, it reminded me of like when a star goes like supernova, where like all of a sudden it shines like extra bright, but then it kind of goes whoop. <laughs> yeah, then it dies, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's so beautiful that you were inspired by him too, to try something that you said, like it's almost something that had been like dormant inside of you. It had been sleeping in there and then this person yeah. kind of poked at it and it woke up. It didn't, it didn't come out so well during the show. It was so a hundred trillion times better during rehearsal. I don't know, something happened that afternoon that was really, really, really pretty. And then all I could uh, deduct was that my deduction was like, okay, it's not only me that feels this kind of awkward uh, feeling when you have to do something in front of an audience, in front of a camera, that I'm not the only one that gets a little scared or a little mm-hmm. uh, pressed or pushed to do something that is, has to be good. Um, right, right. Anyway, and that's not the important part. Uh, of the story and uh, but you did try something new and it sounds like it inspired everyone because you're right like it's it's definitely not the same feeling as being at an actual show like you can't replicate that feeling but no, to know but, but people were all going to go to that show because it's, it's not something that got cancelled 15 days ago it would cancel yeah. it was cancelled just the night before yeah well people didn't have a plan that night uh i mean it's a huge venue so there were kind of a lot of people that weren't expecting to go there and have a show so i really honestly did it for them yeah. and also for me to get out that uh need to play a show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially that one <sighs> this, this particular show because it had well we of course we didn't do it um, entirely because you can't stand an almost two-hour show in a streaming uh, right would be tiring right so we shortened it but we we it was good well and you're speaking to something that I find really interesting that it seems like in some ways like the way that we relate to sharing online during this has been very different than before like I feel like before people did share things online but it was almost to like promote things or give a preview of things that you would see if something was you know you're going to a show or things like that like you said like oh it's just something you would put on your insta story whereas it's like it's almost like now that sharing has taken on a different importance because we're kind of it's like sharing out of solidarity sharing to actually connect with people that like the sharing is the thing it's not like you're sharing as a precursor to something else it's like no this is it. <laughs> like, this, is, this is the thing. <laughs> yes. Oh it was like, a, and it was. We were so nervous because it was a live show. Uh huh. It was happening at the same time that people were watching it. It's not that we recorded something and then, uh, and then I don't know the next day or three hours later with some editing. No, there's nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is yep yep in your face coronavirus <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> share music yeah. yeah 
And I think that it's beautiful that you did share that and that now, like in a way, you're creating like a little cocoon for yourself to create more to share. Yeah. Like I would imagine that after this cocoon time, there's going to be like, I'm so curious about all of the art and music that's going to come of this because I think we're all shell shocked right now. Like I feel like we're all feeling that slowed down feeling in a way. Um, but kind of just like this all came on. It's like nothing lasts forever. So we. No, if there weren't, if there weren't, at least one well, in many parts of the world, but in Argentina, the poverty is really huge. Yeah. So if there weren't so many poor people, I wouldn't. I would be happier for this. Yeah. But all those people, if if this, I don't know what's going to happen with them. If this get i don't know if if this if the government doesn't give them something yeah they have nothing nothing they can't not work right it's not it's not an option it's not an option and so i wonder what is going to happen with with those people that's really bad that's really yeah. really bad because we are out of that range of problems. We right. can we can survive and we can hold on and we can wait to see what happens, but they can't. Right. So, I don't know. And I do hope that there's change so that in a way we can help because we are in a position where this is a cocoon, where we're not isolated in our castles as we had talked about before, but we do have the luxury of isolating we do, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what's yeah. gonna happen. I feel a bit guilty about that, even though it's not my fault, right? But but I feel too privileged to to be able to to just wait to see what's going on. Yeah. Um. Well, we went really dark again. <laughs> It's it's a strange dark time. It's yes. you know I was I was saying to someone that like uh, it's it's hard to avoid the darkness, and I don't think that one necessarily should. Like one should see the light as well, but like to to only see light. Like there's that whole I don't know if they have it in Argentina as well, but in America it became very trendy to say positive vibes only, where it's like you can only be positive, and I don't think that that's healthy. Oh, come on, that's really silly. It's very silly. It's like, you know, they're... And, and annoying. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Where you, you know... Especially because it's fake. I mean, I won't, I, I won't trust anyone that only has good vibes. Yeah. Come I'm on. like, what are you hiding? because there is I mean it's interesting that we're talking about you know what will happen to people because in some ways it's like we're giving what what we know how to and that like I'm recording a lot now so that I can keep people company with podcasts and uh, record music so we can keep people company with music and make them feel like solace and art and it's like as artists we can give that but it's like okay well what else can we change? Like clearly a lot has to change. And so it's like, okay, how can each person do their part with their privilege to see what they can help change to get too enveloped in the darkness or the light, I think is dangerous. I think it's good to see both. It's always good to see both. Yes. 
Well, I'm, I'm very glad that you are safe. That is that, I mean, it was my first question was, are you safe? Like, I really feel for, I'm, I'm sure that you know people too who work in different industries that, you know, now just don't have jobs. No, they don't. Like, no, I know. I know. I, and my, one of my best friends, she's an activist for uh, LGBTQ yep. people. Yep. We got you. <laughs> and she is outraged because this people most of them just works work in the streets yeah institution and 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 there's nothing they can do to avoid this because if they don't have any um income Mm -hmm. don't eat yep so um that's the way that that's the one that finally cancelled our meeting tonight Um, But she was like, I'm sick of this, blah, blah, blah. But she's sick of it, of it because it's a bit, it's not very fair right. to, to all those on the margins of the society. Um, those people, what can they do? Right. They, they need some help from, from the government. And so she's uh, demanding the government to... Um, I mean, to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why she's also very tired because she's been fighting the government for these past two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for her. Oh, yes. she She's an amazing activist and very smart as well. I was like, if possible, I was, my first instinct was, I was just like, oh, I want to cook her a nice meal and be like, here you go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You deserve this here. Yeah. It's been an interesting time to see like how, how we support each other and how we can do so, especially from afar. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you for joining me so that we can share your stories and I get to share your art, which excites me. So, well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Why Not Both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who has been absolutely amazing. Thank you again, and I look forward to next week's episode.